0: Welcome to another episode of Trippy Chronicles. Today I want to talk about a sensitive subject. And again, sensitive, deep, personal topics need to be brought up, they need to be talked about so people are aware of what's going on. Today I want to talk about domestic violence, so this month is, it's October and it's Domestic violence awareness month, and I say that it's a it's a sensitive subject for me because I've been through it, and I know people who have been through it. Um, so today I'm doing a show for me, my mom, and my friend Selena that passed away. And all the other women out there that have been through domestic violence. Y'all know, sometimes I get in my emotional bag. Lord, the podcast ain't even starting, I'm getting my emotional bag. But, it's what's real. I could talk shit on other episodes, and I could also show y'all some real emotion on other, the others. Like, you just never know what you going to get from me. So, the first thing I want to talk about is... How I was introduced to domestic violence, and that will be my mom's story. So, first, before I even get on my mom's story, I want to say <laughs> i be seeing a lot of stuff on the internet. I know Scott just, I think she hit this dude and he stole her ass back or something, and it was like a big debate on Shade Room about. Whether he should have hit her or not And I've seen a lot of women on there say Regardless uh, I don't care what a female does You know you should never put your hands On a female but I'm kind of like And I put my hands On males before cause I don't Want to be one sided with domestic violence I have definitely smacked the shit And punched a couple niggas Smack the shit out of a couple of niggas Not even gonna hold you I'm not gonna sit up here and say and as time went on, like, I know, I used to, me and one of my exes used to get into it, We used to fight, but I started that shit, like, I, I threw the first hit, and I don't know why I thought that was okay, like, to just be hitting on, on people, like, when I'm mad, I don't know where that came from, but, like, that particular person, he bought that shit out of me young. He would get me so mad, but it's still no excuse. Like, I shouldn't have put my hands on him. And that's what started, it actually started domestic violence in the relationship, the remainder of the relationship. But what I want to say is don't keep pouncing on a nigga and then, you know, when he finally top your ass back, don't be you know, um, don't be saying too much. I mean, I'm just saying, like, what did you expect? I'm not saying it's okay for men to hit women, but you can't just go around like hitting niggas, like hitting men. You can't be hitting men. You can't put keep your hands to yourself. Ain't that what y'all teach our kids? I don't have kids. When my niece gets here, I'm gonna teach her to keep her hands to herself. I'm gonna teach her to. You hit somebody when they hit you. Sometimes, for real, you might need to take the first punch, but I'ma teach her that somebody hit you still ass. Dog day shit. But, um, yeah, ladies, stop hitting man. Like, I'm just keeping it 100 because I've done it. Like, I, I know we be getting mad or whatever, and we just like, this nigga or this dude, this motherfucker not about to play with me, but it just... Just walk away. Just walk away. Especially if he'll hit you back or nothing. Like, why are you hitting mm-hmm. that man? Um, I, trust me, I definitely learned the hard way. So first I wanna talk about how I got introduced to domestic violence with um my mother. My mom and my dad used to fight all the time. I don't remember too much because my parents broke up when I was like four or five. Um, I remember them fighting all the time. Now I do remember one day these fucking boneheads. One had one arm, the other had the other arm, and they're like pulling me back and forth. Like, what kind of dumb shit is that? Let me let y'all know. Both of my parents are Gemini's. I love my fucking parents to death. I would not be here if it wasn't for him, for them. I personally think they created a fucking genius. They, them two together, all that madness created a fucking genius, which is me. I mean my sister lit too but i'm just saying anyway yeah i remember like my dad kicking in the door i do remember my dad hitting my mom she told me certain things i don't remember she said they happened but anyway whatever um yeah no child should see that like please do not be fighting in front of your kids you have to watch what you do around children because they they absorb all that. And children could feel hurt too. Like, they, kids have big feelings. Like, some, some people just don't pay enough attention to their kids. And I pray that I, I know I'm going to be a good mom, but I just pray that i would be, like, a, a really awesome and really you know, just dedicated, which I know I'm going to be anyway, but I just really want to be there for my child, I want to be involved in their life, I want to know what's going on, I want to know how they feel about things, like, I really want to be so close to my child, and a lot of parents don't have that relationship with their kids, a lot of parents do, I see some close relationships with parents, but, um, everybody don't have that, so, yeah, please don't fight in front of the kids. That, that will affect them in the long run. Trust me. Trust me. And you know what else I believe in? Whatever a man do, does to a woman, if he don't get that karma back, his daughter might get that karma. Like, the same things he was doing to a woman will turn around and happen to his daughter you know ain't no dude gonna like his daughter getting you know hands put on her so i do believe in that i i believe in karma so much that shit you can't tell me karma's not real but anyway that's my mom's story my story is um i've been in two relationships where it got domestic um the first one, I left early in the beginning when I noticed the signs. And he was just really fucking me. So I left him early in the game. Um, we, it was like one incident where he like dragged me downstairs. He wanted me to leave his apartment. And it was just a whole thing. I think I was like 19, 20. I just came home from college. But um, some nigga that was older than me in a client. Anyway, he got made because I wanted to leave his apartment we got to it. So I'm walking to the station. This nigga like pulls me by my motherfucking hair back down the stairs. Like I fell backwards down the stairs and like dragged me in the apartment. I was like, this nigga is nuts. So after that I was done. And then I was in another uh, domestic violence relationship. And we just really fought a lot. And now I think about it. It it was for dumb-ass reasons. It was just dumb. I don't know, like... Y'all, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I'm crazy, like, I... <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready to expose the shit I did to this nigga on this podcast. It's just like... <laughs> the world might look at me like, this bitch is nuts. So I'd rather not, but I... I can honestly say me and him did things to each other like try to physically hurt each other and we broke up because that, because of that like it came to a point where we both said like if we don't stop fighting somebody's gonna get hurt like seriously hurts like death hurts and I decided to walk away from the relationship because It was like I could see it coming. Like, it was only... One thing about domestic violence, it only gets worse. And it was getting hella bad. Hella fucking bad. To the point where I woke up in my mind, because I'll tell you later about my friend's story, my friend Selena's story, but I woke the fuck up, and I was like, yeah, I gotta walk away before I don't be here no more. Like... Y'all, when I say I am so blessed to be here, like, on some real shit, I be thinking about that shit, and I be wanting to cry. Like, I don't think back then I ever thought about what was going on and how blessed I was and how I was dodging bullets and things could have went so much differently back then. And this was, like, three, four years ago. I'm so blessed to be here telling y'all this story. I don't know if people follow me on, so I'm, I don't know if they listening to this podcast, but some people been following me for a break. I, when I say a break, I mean like off some like 2010 shit. <laughs> so the people that's been following me that long know they like for like a year or two. I took a break off social media. Like I deleted all my accounts. Y'all know I be on social media like a motherfucker now. And I try to, like, I do need to, like, back off of it, but. Yeah, I be on there like a motherfucker, but yeah, I <laughs> cut all my social medias off. And this is around the time that this was happening. <clears throat> so, um. Yeah. I decided to leave the relationship because I could, like,. It's so eerie. I could feel my own death coming. Like, I could just see that it was only going to result in death and get worse. Like, I could see that shit. It was scary as fuck. And it also hurt because the person I was with, I loved the shit out of them. Like, I didn't want to leave them. Like, (laughs) we was really on some ride or die shit. I ain't like that no more. I don't know about that ride or die shit, but... Uh Yeah, I was on some ride-or-die shit. We was both on that shit. Like, would we'll die for each other. That's not how I wanted to go out. I was 24 years old. That's not how I wanted to go out. I thought about my family and how they would feel if something happened to me. And It, it takes something major to happen for you to wake the fuck up. And something major had happened. So that's how I woke the fuck up. My car... We got into an argument. He grabbed the wheel. My car got totaled. We hit... That shit happened so fast. We hit a fucking... It was like 5 o'clock in the morning, too. So, it was on a dark back road. So, first we hit a fucking tree. And thank God. Thank God it was a, like a narrow, skinny-ass tree. Because had that been a big-ass tree, we would have been dead. After we hit the tree, we hit this brick neighborhood sign. And it was just like... I've never been in a serious car accident before. I mean, I just sold I sold my car. I've I never been in a serious car accident before. So, y'all, I was scared shitless. Like, and it was because we were arguing and he got mad because he wanted me to let him out on the back road. And it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. I was like would I let you out on this back road and all these fucking animals back here, like, he was just so mad at me that he wanted to get the fuck out of the car, he just was not fucking with me, and I, when I get mad, y'all, I be, I be saying anything out of my mouth, like, I've said, I just thought about this before I started recording this, I've said a lot of fucked up shit to people, like, on some real shit, I've said a lot of fucked up shit to people, and... I can't, some of that shit I can't take back that's why now, like I try to watch what I say and then if I do say something fucked up, I apologize for it and I try to talk to the person about how I feel because I don't ever want somebody I love again to go out, to leave this earth and me feel like they didn't know how I really felt about them or me them leaving this earth and we not, we wasn't on good terms you know what I'm saying cause that shit will fuck you up, you, that guilt is a motherfucker. So, anyway, that's what happened with that relationship. Um, I tried to, like, slice this nigga. I, dead ass. I tried to... It was some domestic violence shit. I tried to slice this nigga with a machete. I don't fucking know where the machete came from. I think we was fighting, and I grabbed it. And, um, over dumb shit. It was just so dumb. I think because we was young and in love and just... Because <laughs> we was, like, what, 20, 21? Like, we was young as fuck. So, just fighting over dumb shit. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we both did... No- we both noticed that. We both told each other that. If we don't stop fighting. You know, this... We knew what the situation was. And it ne- something needed to be done about it. Or we was going to have to go our separate ways. That's one thing we did agree on. So... That's my story. And, hell, I'm being honest with y'all. I participated in the goddamn domestic violence. Because females can beat your ass, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's both ways. Like, people, I'ma do a... It's coming, an episode on double standards. But that shit, for I'ma just keep that shit a thousand. We was fighting each other. So, I'm not just gonna put all that on him. Um... My friend Selena, so my friend Selena died, it's been six years. She died in 2012. And it was the most, it was the first person close to me death that I've ever experienced. That shit hurt it was so it was sudden because her her child's father had killed her um I knew him I did see the signs but I wasn't I was kind of like not oblivious but I don't know I feel like I kind of I didn't ignore but I should have acknowledged it more I should have said something I don't know I always be thinking about that shit, though. Um, so, yeah. She was in a relationship with her child's father for two, three years. Um, they had a daughter together, Cody. And, um, he used to abuse her from what I heard. And what I've seen with my, just the fear what I saw yeah one day we um for Cody's birthday because Cody's birthday is like three days after mine I remember I was fucking came to the hospital as soon as Cody was born like I was so excited that one of my friends had a baby um so we went Cody was turning one and we went to Outback we was just going out or whatever and that day Cody was supposed to go With her father because he was throwing a party for her, him and somebody else. So, my friend Selena didn't want Cody to attend the party, she was just like, I'm not feeling that whole setup. And that's fine, Mm -hmm. you the mother. You, I told her, you know, you carry Cody for nine months, that's your child. Like, can't nobody tell you what to do with your child. I mean, he the father, but if you don't feel like you want your child there you know i'm never gonna question your judgment and that was my bitch y'all let me that was my bitch like a lot of people don't know my business i don't i don't really get close to people when i say that was my bitch she she literally took my secrets to the grave like and i would take hers to the grave i miss her so fucking much like me and her just used to laugh and just talk about everything, and I missed the shit out of her. That was my bitch. That was my, eight. We, she used to call me her ace, so I got an ace of spades standing on my arm when I got her rest in peace. That done. That, yeah, um, so we went to Outback, and the, her baby father's name was J- Javon, he was blowing her phone up, blowing her shit up, or whatever, and. She was like, oh, he won't stop calling her that. So, you know, we ate, and then we laughed. Had a good time. When we was in the parking lot, I noticed that she was real scared. Like, I've never seen her like this. i known this girl since I was in middle school, so 12. I've known this girl since I was 12. I've never seen her, and she was a Scorpio. You know, Scorpios don't show no no emotion for real, for real. They real, like, they they keep that shit inside. But um, she was fucking scared. i never seen no shit like this in my life. And she was kind of, like, almost, like, running through the car. And she was like, come on. She was like, he might know that we here. He might um, come here or whatever. And at the time, you know, I didn't think nothing of it because I didn't know what was going on and but i knew by the look at her I, like i could feel first first of all you could feel people's energy and that was my bitch i was so close to her i could feel her energy like she was real life fucking scared that this nigga was gonna come and do something but she never talked you know when you are being abused in a relationship and with domestic violence you try- you don't talk about it to people you hide it when I used to have- um bruises and shit, I used to hide it um from the people at work sometimes they the people at work I was working at the dentist's office they would see it and just be like, "What the fuck is going on they try to we try to hide it we make up excuses you know it's it's domestic violence is not only physically abuse it's not only physical abuse, but it's mental abuse too. It does something to your mental. It fucks you up. Anyway, she was scared. So I thought about that shit. And I thought about it. I was like, I don't want, you know, question her. Cause sometimes when you would ask her questions about him, she would get upset. It's like, I don't want you not know, getting too, I don't want us to get into over them dumb shit like that. So, I left her alone. What's crazy is the last time I saw her, I was with all three of them, and that was August. and She died in December because we had fell out for a little bit. We probably got to do something dumb as usual. Yeah, that was my only friend that I get got into it. Sometimes me and my friend Rashida, we don't really get into it, but we be having smart battles. We be getting smart, but I don't really get into it with my friends. But me and her, you still always get into it. I mean, we've been friends since we was twelve, so it was, it was nothing really changed. Anyway, I remember her putting a picture of cody uh, uh that i t- took when cody was born when i came to the hospital i took a picture of her. she was just so pretty and she was so small and just beautiful and um she posted it and she tagged me and it was like you know remember this cody and so big and i was like yeah you know i was like all right it's time for you know me to reach out or whatever and call it because i when me and her went so i would miss my bitch like when we ain't told like i would think about that was my fucking bitch that was my ace but anyway um the day before she got killed it's so funny i think that i'm so in tune with I'm really spiritual I feel like I'm so in tune with the universe The day before she died It's so crazy Because I had a dream And her, her baby father And Cody was in my dream And nothing was being said in the dream They were just there And I remember saying, you know, hey, what y'all doing here And they were just there So when I woke up that morning morning, I thought about it I was like, damn yeah. She in my dream. I was like, I need to call my bitch today. Never called her. And I always be thinking like, damn, that dream was trying to tell me something. But I never called her. So later that night, this was December 9th, 2012. I will never forget this day. I was laying in my bed. I had just took a bath. It was a nice ass bath too. I had the candles going. I thought I was real, I thought I was grown, grown when I was 19. What was I 19 when she passed? 20. Because I had turned 21 the next year. I thought I was grown, grown. Had candles lit. Had Eric Benet, you know, um, playing on Pandora. Had some wine. I used to be real extra back then. Just real extra fucking for nothing. Anyway, I had my hot little bath and I went and laid on my bed. And this is when Instagram first got popping. Like, for real, Instagram had really just been out for like a couple of months, maybe six months. It wasn't that long, though. Instagram was fresh. I'm scrolling down my timeline. I remember the exact person page I seen it on one of my middle school friends Jonathan I love him I love Jonathan and he was like I think it was something to the extent of rest in peace with her picture when I tell y'all my heart stopped so immediately I went on her page and I started seeing people rest in peace, rest in peace, I see her picture all over my fucking timeline, like, I'm scrolling, everybody's posting this shit, and I was just, I was fucking devastated, like, I, I couldn't believe it, and so, I went on the internet, and I looked it up, just to see what happened, and, um, all it said at first was that she had got shot on a bus, so, I remember thinking, you know, like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? Like, did somebody come on the bus and try to, you know, something happen? Because, y'all, if you ever rode a damn metro, anything could happen on a damn bus. Like, let me fucking tell you. You never know what you're going to see on the fucking bus. So, I'm just like, you know. I never, it never dawned on me that Javon did it. I, that's, I swear I didn't think it was him. I remember saying to myself, whoever did this, Javon I'm gonna get them. I talked to I talked to my friend Tamia, Because Tamia me it was the last person she saw. Rest in peace to Tamia. Because to me it's gone now too. And they was like best friends too. Like everybody certain people was just like really close. So, to me, it told me everything that happened over the course of the weekend. And, it like, it was just dawning on me. Like, this shit is true. Like, my friend has gone. Like, not only did he shoot her, he tried to shoot the baby. And because she, her motherly instincts kicked in and she threw Cody. Cody lived. But Cody, like, permanently has, like, this she has like a permanent scar going across her face from the bullet grazing her plate, her face. So, Cody was flown to Children's Hospital, and she made it. Her mother died. He showered her face. <laughs> from what I heard. She had an open cast there and I didn't see it. Whoever did her makeup, they did a bomb job. And then this nigga was on the run, so he was still alive and she was gone. And that's say y'all, my hoe. It's six years later and me telling y'all this story, I feel the same emotions I felt when I found out that my friend was gone forever, like my fucking ace, and Cody had to live without a mother. and she would never know, like, how fucking much her mother loved her, cause she, so my ace loved the shit out of her, she left the shit out of her daughter, one thing for sure, two things for certain, love this shit out of her. And I know that Selena Mavitt and her family gonna make sure that she know that she, oh my god. She loved this shit out of her daughter. But now that Cody, the older she gets, she looked just like her mother. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Kids going fast as shit. But He went on a run. He kidnapped his other baby mom and took her. And I don't know what happened. Long story short, he killed himself. So not only did he kill my friend, he killed himself. He never got punishment or justice was never served. Because he took the bitch way out. I thought I let that anger go, but I'm still like I'm still time definitely heals on. That's how I, when I said that shit in the grief episode, I meant that shit because this is the first time I broke down and cried like this over talking about it in like right four, three or four years. And I probably had a breakdown because I was going, I was telling y'all what happened. And I, I haven't had to relive that in a while. But yeah, that shit was all over the news. My ex was all over the news. It was just, it was crazy. <laughs> but, um, she sent me signs and she was okay. I, I sent her my dreams she literally was like, I'm okay. It was like, dreams be feeling real as a bitch. I swear. It was, it was, um, like she was sitting right in front of me and we was having a normal ass girl talk conversation. It was her real as shit. But, um, yeah, I miss my fucking Ace. That was my dog. So. Those are my stories. And I encourage any woman that's going, if you are going through domestic violence right now, I know it's hard. I know it seems like there's no way out. Please get out. Your life matters. Your kids' life matters. And vice versa for men. Because there's women out here to be trying to kill. I don't know why I'm laughing, y'all. I think everything is a damn joke. But it is women out here that be trying to kill men. You know, crazy. So um, I was reading something on Instagram, and this dude, he was messing. He was 28, messing with this 17 year old. And long story short, he was doing a lot of domestic violence shit to her, breaking her phones, popping up places. Um, he set her hair on fire. What the fuck? Anyway, he, she just posted something last week about domestic violence is real. Or two weeks ago, she's dead, y'all. He shot her in the head. Shit, that shit is real. Like, please, please, please get the fuck out. Find a they have shelters for women that are battered and abused. Like, no woman deserves that. And it be some people that be really getting like. Badly hurt, like no, you don't deserve that. Please get out before it's too late, because it only gets worse. And that's a fact. It only gets worse. It doesn't get better. He's not gonna change. She's not gonna change. She. If you let a woman keep hit uh, hit you once, she gonna hit you again. She gonna keep hitting you. (laughs) Vice versa, for real. And I know it's hard. 'Cause they have you emotionally and mentally confined to them but you have to get away. And if you don't, they will always have their life in your hands and like controlling you while you here and when you gone. Like that song by Eve Levis Blind, it's some real ass shit. It <sighs> stop lying and making excuses for them and leave. Get out do it for your family do it for your loved ones like do it for yourself self love is the best love hope y'all have a good rest of y'all day and thank you for listening to me today bye